This is episode 130 of the Creative Giant Show. I'm Charlie Gilkey. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today's episode is a requested reading of a previously published post on productive flourishing named You Have to Make Time to Make Time. The key idea is that, much like the adage, it takes money to make money, you have to make time for planning so that you save or not waste time when you're in the doing. If you don't have time to plan, you don't have time to not plan. Welcome to the Creative Giant Show, where we go behind the scenes about what it means to live a life full of creative and professional success. Creative giants are talented, renaissance souls with a compassion-fueled bias towards action. Now, here is your host, Charlie Gilkey. You have to make time to make time. Eric Gray from Watershed Wellness started a great conversation about our momentum planners via email that I wanted to share here because it's such a common theme that people ask me about. Here's what he says. I want to buy this again, truly. I bought them for a couple of years, but here's the problem. I never actually use them. Not because they're not useful. They are. But because I cannot figure out how to make time to use them. Does that make sense? I feel like to take advantage of a system that plots out what you are going to do over a given period of time, you actually have to interface with that system enough to use it. I use a GTD system with OmniFocus and have for the better part of 10 years. It works wonderfully well for me in part because it only requires me to look at it when I need a task and once a week or so when I review the whole mess. But the problem is that it doesn't seem to give me the structure I need to get closer to my goals, partly because it's very much a in the moment and everything is the same type of system. I need a hybrid approach, but I feel that hybrid approach requires me sitting down and spending real time with it on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. Am I right? How do you use the system? What have you seen be successful? I'm interested. That's a great question. Great context as well. Here's my response kept the way that I normally respond to people via email. Pulling out what he says. Not because they're not useful, they are, but because I cannot figure out how to make them make time to use them. Does that actually make sense? I feel like to take advantage of a system that plots out what you're going to do over a given period of time, you actually have to interface with that system. So Eric, here's the truth of it. If you don't have time to make time for planning, you don't have time to not plan. This is true of fantastic doers as much as of the planners and visionaries. For they get 60% through something before they realize that they shouldn't have done it in the first place, and that what they've done has displaced the other stuff that was more important to them. The hard part is the startup cost of using a new system. It might take a couple of hours to sit down and think about a quarterly, monthly, and weekly roadmap, but once you're done with that, it takes 30 minutes a week or so to adjust it. However, not sitting down and building that roadmap takes an additional 90 minutes every week. Hashtag, our survey says... You're absolutely right that you have to regularly engage with the system. The planners are designed to facilitate this happening naturally, especially when printed out. When you flip into the next week, you have a weekly version of your preferred planner that will probably be empty. So it's a great time for you to review your monthly objectives and what you did last week. When you roll into another month or quarter, the blank monthly or quarterly planners serve as a reminder that you need to spend some time reviewing your plans. A quick caveat here. This is true of any system whether it's our momentum planners, whether it's getting things done, whether it's any other productivity or planning um, tool or methodology you use, you're going to have to sit down and make time to use it. Going back to what Eric said. But the problem is that it doesn't seem to give me the structure I need to get closer to my goals, partly because there's very much an in-the-moment and everything is the same type of system. Another great observation, Eric. 
That's also my problem with OmniFocus and most digital apps, to be honest. I use them mostly to memorize and to remind me not to actually sort through what, I, what to do. Paper is better for that. When I use the planners, it's normally when I really do need to chunk, sequence, and plot out what I'm doing. I'll then put that into OmniFocus or Asana, rather than using the planner as my dashboard. Because of what I call strategic mindfulness, I know that what shows up in those apps is aligned with what I need to be doing. So what's present in the moment actually reflects where I was aiming for things to be. I don't use the planners every week, though, because it's so ingrained into the way I think about the world and because I work in a much more team-centric workflow now, I've had to figure out how to externalize my projects and tasks. This has been a huge work of progress to get there. Back to what Eric said. I need a hybrid approach, but I feel that hybrid approach requires me sitting down and spending real time with it on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. Again, Eric, you're right about both the hybrid approach and the time required. Strategic thinking and planning is some of the hardest, most creative work we have to do. Done right, it's some of the most important work we'll do. You have to make time to make time. When you make time to make time, you can start to see that some of the things you're already doing may not be what matters most, and so can be downscaled or eliminated, or you can figure out ways to do what you're doing better. The thing about firing from the hip or being behind is that they're self-perpetuating habits. Firing from the hip reinforces not learning how to make better shots, and being behind keeps you so far behind that you can't figure out how to get caught up. One last thing. No productivity system can override your choices. A system can support you to help you choose the things you'll focus on, but you also need both self-mastery to focus on your chosen goals and the expectation that focusing on them will bring about the results you want. We're having some great conversations in the Creative Giant Campfire, our free Facebook group. Search for Creative Giant Campfire in Facebook to join us there. It's where we're grabbing these suggestions, but we're also sharing prompts, micro-posts, and other content that helps us stand tall together. And if you're digging the Creative Giant show, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a rating or review on iTunes. If you're not familiar with how to do this, there's a walkthrough available on the podcast page on ProductiveFlourishing.com. Thanks. Thanks for listening to The Creative Giant Show. To find more tools and inspiration for creative giants, head on over to ProductiveFlourishing.com. Stand tall, creative giant.